Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for September 18th, right? Not 17th, 18th through 22nd. Hold on a second. I'm fact checking myself already on dates. Yes, 18th through 22nd. Sorry, I wrote down the wrong thing. (laughs) Uh, We'll get started with Port Charles Pipeline. All right. That means I have to go first. Yes, that's the most important. So sadly, I have to give a retraction to last week's statement. Real quick, though, I did re-edit. And re-released the episode. So if you don't know what we're talking about. Perfect. Perfect. So you're you're not missing. Well, you're not missing anything. You're not missing anything. Yeah. Yes. So last week, whenever we were discussing the death of Billy Miller, I had found an article online that said that it was related, that it was related to something that it did not end up being on tvline.com. Um, In a statement to Soap Opera Digest, Patricia Miller, his mom, said, I want to personally thank the many fans and personal friends for the overwhelming amount of love, prayers, and condolences sent to me and my family on the devastating death of my beautiful son, BJ Billy Miller. He fought a long, hard, valiant battle with bipolar depression for years. He did everything he could to control the disease. He loved his family, his friends, and his fans, but in the end, the disease won the fight and he surrendered his life. The other causes of death being told are just not true. I wish they were, but they just aren't. We all loved him so much and are desperately trying to deal with our loss. I will have nothing further to say. Thanks for the love and support. So there is our official cause of death. All the other speculations were incorrect, straight from his mother. I... It makes me sad. In hindsight, I mean, we should have known that if something was being said two hours after it was released, right. and, unless it were something absolutely absolute. So we will not do that again. Yes, that was my fault. I'm sorry. I just, 
We all. I don't like the. It, it's one thing that that they put words in other people's mouths too. Right. That that's right. what really bothered me is that they brought in other people from his life and said this person said this, this person said this, and they didn't. And his poor mom is already dealing with enough, and then had to say, okay, listen, everything you're hearing is a lie. Here's what it was, and it just goes on to show how serious mental health is and how it doesn't have a look and people can seem perfectly happy and people are happy. Depression does not mean you're miserable. Right. You know, just sometimes the brain tricks us. Absolutely. I, I appreciated in her statement that she said that she wished it was another one of those causes, because I think that that's why I was so quick to jump with, look, we have our answer and this is what it has to do as if you've listened to us before, you've heard that my daughter struggles with bipolar and it is such a battle that I see her struggle with every day. And it sucks to think that someone else lost that battle. Yeah. So, all right. So do we have a happy pipeline? Can you give me something to go from there? Uh, slightly happy. I'll take slightly happy over that. Don J. York was on Good Morning America. And this is from, what day was this? He was on two days ago, so that would have been Friday? Friday, the 18th. No, 22nd. I don't know my I don't know my dates anymore. <laughs> so yeah, this was him on Good Morning America. John J. York opening up about his life-changing diagnosis. Last December of 22, I was diagnosed with myelodysplastic syndrome, or MDS, and multiple smoldering myeloma. For over three decades, Max Scorpio commanded the screen from General Hospital. And now this morning, York taking a step back from acting after what he calls a nuclear bomb that changed his life. You had no idea that anything was going on. No, not at all. Myelodysplastic syndrome is a group of cancers in which immature blood cells in the bone marrow do not mature or become healthy blood cells. And smoldering multiple myeloma is a form of cancer in which abnormal plasma cells make too much of a single type of antibody. Over the past few months, I've had three bone marrow biopsies, many chemo treatments. I have another one coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm closing in on a blood stem cell transplant. York says he has been working with Be The Match, which connects patients with a matching donor for a life-saving blood stem cell transplant. And this morning, first sharing with us some promising news. I believe they found a match, perfect match, which will make me cry. So we're going to start on testing and do all that kind of stuff in, in a week. And then I believe the transplant will happen, fingers crossed, in November. How big a deal is it that they found a match? It's a big deal. It's the biggest deal. Many of my family members were tested, and most of them were 6 out of 12. Apparently, there's markers that have to be reached, so they were a good standby. Do you feel like this person's saving your life? Absolutely. Saving my life. What would you say to that donor who <laughs> saving your life? Thank you for saving my life, for letting me spend more time with my son-in-law and my grandchildren. Initially, wanting to keep his diagnosis private, York now hoping to bring awareness to bone donor registries. The response has been overwhelming, overwhelming for me. 
if there's anybody out there that may want to be a donor, wonderful thing to be able to save someone's life. And John Jay, as you can see, was really emotional about the gift that he's been given. Grateful he gets more time to enjoy his life, his job, and his family. And for all the General Hospital fans, we talked to him at work. He is scheduling his shoot and work days around his doctor's visits. He says right now, he's feeling pretty good, guys. That is so great to hear. Yay! Uh, I'm so glad he found a match. Or it's in the process of promise, like it looks promising that he has a match, right. like a perfect match. But also, I love the fact that Good Morning America. Yes. Okay, so what you didn't get to see was that they showed his old opening sequence <laughs> pictures from back like when we were younger. And you're like, oh, I mean, still swoon Mac, but, you know. He's like such a nice guy. I know. Well, she's like, what would you say? He's like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> like, what? I, I don't know. What what do you say? Right. You there's, know, there's no words. Thank you for giving me another chance of life. Like, right. Well, so that's awesome. Thank you for the happy news. You're welcome. <laughs> if you want extra happy news, NSYNC is now on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Has nothing to do with General Hospital. Has nothing. We are going to be getting little teeny tiny NSYNC nuggets occasionally oh they also have fisher price toys that are back ordered now like the little people did you order that uh-huh. of course you did. did of course you did merry christmas to me they're gonna join my marionettes mm-hmm. okay okay that's it okay. i thought you were gonna say they were gonna like join your nativity scene like they're singing <laughs> <laughs> joy to the world from sync <laughs> are those the three wise men no they're over there over here's in sync they do an amazing rendition of Oh Holy Night that's a cappella. <laughs> it's my favorite song on their Christmas album. I might just do a little people nativity scene with NSYNC. <laughs> I actually. There is a JC. I actually, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Please do not get mad at me. For saying that, I am not in any way seriously suggesting that yeah. NSYNC is a replacement for Jesus. No. No. No, no, no. 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 My nativity scene is the little people. So you can just like add it. There's little people or precious moments? Because I have a precious moments one that I hand painted. No, it's little people. Oh, they do have a nativity scene? They do. They That's do. sweet. Um, I got it when Madeline was little. Because, you know, you put up the ceramic one and then the kids want to touch it. And you're like, no, no, don't touch Jesus. Like, that doesn't make any sense. We're trying to teach them, you know, that Jesus loves everyone, blah, blah, blah. So why shouldn't they be able to play with it as long as it goes back at the end of the night? So we have stuck with that because now we have cats that want to interact with Jesus. And so then I can set it back up after they're done knocking it over. We have a sock Jesus that one of the kids made in preschool, like in Sunday school. And it's a sock that has like a little smiley face on it. And then they took a brown paper bag and have shredded paper bag in it and that was the manger. And that still to this day goes under our tree. But when we got the cat, yeah. She she kicks him out every now and again yep. and takes over the manger. Yep, you got to be careful. Those yeah. those cats think that Christmas trees are for them. But I have a little ceramic uh, precious moments that was. I have a precious moment one. Also, I did not paint it. I just bought it. But um, Madeline has that one up in her room because it's like miniature. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah. Okay. So, there you go. If you're gonna put in sync under your tree, you have to get the precious moment or the little people nativity scene to go with it. That only makes sense. Because of the size. Yeah. So. 
Yes. Our mutual, <laughs> I was I was not. <laughs> our mutual friend also has it, so you could ask her to borrow it, but she keeps hers out. Like, it's part of their playset all year long. Oh, I know what it is then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think she's adding to her Amazon See, cart right now. Aren't they cute? Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. And this is the best part. It is the marionettes mm-hmm. of them. That so it's the bye-bye-bye. Yes, yes, yes. That's very cute. Okay. I'm sorry. I just wasn't in love with NSYNC the way that you were. It just makes me so happy. It brings me back to being like that age. Like I messaged some friends. I'm like, if they go back on tour, we have to go back. Cause I went to every concert with her. Yeah. So she's fun. also who I saw Prince with. So, oh yeah. Okay. All right. Back to GH. Right, back to GH. <laughs> who knows? Maybe one day one of them will be on the show. Maybe we mm. should do that sometime. You know, days of our lives just got Dick Van Dyke. Just saying, we should totally, we could totally get Dick Van Dyke too. Please, 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 please. I love him. You can have uh, Brooklyn sign one of the members of InSync. <gasps> yes, to sing with Eddie and uh, Blaze. Yes. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. It needs to be JC. Okay. JC deserved better. Okay. Okay. That's going to be another podcast. <laughs> okay. Hulu headlines. Here we go. On Monday, Valentine gets a shock. Martin is in the hot seat. Brooklyn makes a confession. Marshall is concerned. Anina offers assistance. On Tuesday, Marshall is adamant. Eddie books a gig. Portia feels left out. Sunny cautions Dex. And Anna gets a visitor. Wednesday, Brooklyn rebukes Tracy. Lucy and Maxie clash. Nina treads carefully. Cody apologizes. Liz and Finn weigh in on Gregory's care. Thursday, Drew updates Carly. Diane meets with Robert. Anna hits a dead end. Sam asks Willow for a favor. Valentine seeks out Dante. And Friday, Curtis voices his reservations. Spencer and Trina are filled with anticipation. Drew is targeted. Christina makes a new friend. And Molly gets welcome news. Just want to get her over the way? I'm just going to state what I stated before. I am angry that they are having this go so easy for them in a completely unrealistic timeline. And yeah, I understand her being so excited to call. I do like that. Andrea did say, so Andrea got the news from her home tests mm-hmm. that she is pregnant. She did tell Molly, we need to, we go need get to the blood confirm work. with Dr. Navarro, mm-hmm. but didn't, I understand TJ's a doctor, so his schedule is crazy and everything. But I felt like the conversation didn't even ask, are you and TJ available? Because TJ has definitely been very, very hands-on throughout this. Right. They have handled every meeting together. Sometimes I'm sure that there are instances where one person takes the lead over the other. And I mean, right. And again, from personal experience, maybe not everyone goes the same, but the way that my situation went... If you get that positive pregnancy test, you're supposed to call the doctor and then go in for a blood test. You don't see the doctor at that appointment. You just go in and the phlebotomist takes your blood to run the test. And then if that's positive, you'd move on to see the doctor. So it would have totally made sense if she would have said, I made an appointment to get my blood work done or I need to go into the hospital for whatever reason, or just, Hey, can you meet me at the hospital at three o'clock today? Right. TJ would be there working. He could take a five minute break. Molly could come over and she could say, Hey, I just wanted to tell you the home test said yes. So they're doing the blood work. Now we should know within a few hours if it's actually accurate or not. Right. Right. So 
Yeah. It's not like it's a doctor appointment that you're scheduling a month out with fertility stuff. It's boom, boom, boom. Like we know they know that we're on a timeline and they need to check numbers at certain points. So yeah, I'm just, I'm mad. I'm mad no matter what way it goes. If she gets excited and then it turns out that the girl miscarries, I'm going to be mad. And if they let her go through with a successful Or if she's pregnancy, not even pregnant. Right. Or, if, or if the home test was inaccurate. Right. Which is totally possible. Right. But no matter what, I'm, I'm just not happy. So. I just didn't like that Molly comes out of court and lost and Alexis is like, you're perfect. And she's like, I know it's not fair. I didn't win. <laughs> No, maybe maybe you just were wrong. Right. I, I have no idea what the case was or anything. But it was but they won. They must have somebody in their pocket. No. No, maybe, maybe they just, just presented a better case than right. you did. It it happens. But you're perfect. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I was proud of Alexis for reminding her. I understand this is exciting. Anything can happen right now though. What and Molly she- kind of snarked back and was like, ah, I know. But Alexis said that and then turned around and was like, but can I go tell your sisters? No, you shouldn't be telling anyone else. Is this how you're going to get me and Christina to talk to each other again? What even happened there? Right. When did they start hating each other? Yeah. No. In in my opinion, you do not tell anyone, at least until the blood test has confirmed. Close family, sure. You don't go posting it on Facebook until you've hit the three-month mark. But then even... You don't tell Christina. Well, no. See, Molly has created a sticky situation because if God forbid she were to have seen Christina that day and Christina implied in any way at all, any thoughts or feelings about her sister having a child, Christina was, would be in the wrong. Yep. She doesn't know what we're going through right now. She shouldn't have said anything. She didn't say anything. She should be more supportive. Right. Right. It's a lose-lose for Christina. Yeah. Except for, I'm thinking she's gonna get together with Blaze. That was a very nice song that you just wrote there. My CD will be out right after hers. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I liked it. I wasn't picking up on that until I was like, ooh. At first, when she was like, Blaze, I was like, oh my gosh, do they have a past? Oh, she just fangirled. Nope, just fangirled. And then they started talking and... Yeah, Blaze seemed very interested in her, looked up the uh, old nurse's ball information to watch her sing. And that was the Sarah Brella song, Brave, that she did, that Christina did, but it was Lexi. Yes. Did with a couple other people. Mm -hmm. But so can this Christina sing? I don't know. I feel like if we're mentioning it, maybe we should. I would hope that she can sing because I'm assuming that that's going to be Blaze's next step of like, oh, they're singing cute little songs together. (gasps) And then, and then. Okay, so if Blaze and Lexi get together, they can bring in Lance, and then they can discuss about how he had to suppress his sexuality while he was in in sync, and he wasn't able to come out until later, and how happy he is that they're not going to have that same challenge. Except it's not Blaze and Lexi. Nope, it's Blaze (laughs) and Christina. (laughs) That would be perfect for the opening of her center. Yes. To have someone famous come and be like, yeah, it's hard. I understand here. It's nice that you have a support system. There's a reason why we talk about NSYNC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And a whole story. Well, it was so funny because they were on Hot Ones this week and they do like the questions during it. If you don't know what Hot Ones is, it's basically like an interview session where they eat hot wings and the sauce progressively gets hotter and hotter and hotter. I thought you said hot wings. And I'm like, what about hot wings? wings? Hot wings. Okay. Hot wings. And... 
the interviewer said, Lance, true or false? He goes, true, I'm gay. I'm so <laughs> glad I can get that off my chest, you know, and everything. Because he talks about it a lot on his podcast of how difficult it was. But also at the same time, it was almost it was hard for him to suppress who he was, but at the same time, it was easy for him to be like, I can't date. I'm flying all over the place. I'm too right. busy. I can't be having a girlfriend. But meanwhile, he dated Topanga. So there's a whole thing, but they're BFF now. So it's actually really sweet. If you have not listened to Lance's <laughs> podcast, Frosted Tips, oh man, it's delightful. It started off with they were just going to be interviewing boy band members from the 90s and now it's basically just turned into if you were somewhere in the music scene and well they also interviewed debbie gibson yeah okay he has a really good podcast <laughs> but he could also be on general hospital he could this oh my God, that'd, be great. that'd be great okay we just wrote that mm-hmm. okay all righty so i like that though i, I like that I'm, I'm good with that too i'm okay with that <laughs> i don't know i don't know where else to go i don't well, know from what there we else- could go to eddie being stuck on his song Yes, yes, and Marshall saying, come sing here, and you can finish your song, and Brooklyn is like, I understand what it's like to get stuck, and that was a nice little moment between them. I like that Eddie is becoming friends with everyone as Eddie, instead of them continuing to push him to be Ned. Yes. Him and Olivia got a little sparks flying. Yes. She was not tiptoeing. I think he finally saw the side of her that's Olivia, the the sparky side, you Mm -hmm. know, the... Oh, yeah, you just said sparks, but also, like, her, her feistiness. <laughs> right. Where she's, like, on the phone, what do you mean? And then she has, she's like, what? And he's like, Instead oh, of her time? tiptoeing all around him. Right. You know, she's like, yeah, I should not have said that to you that way. So what's going on? You know? Yeah. But he's stuck on writing his song, and he's just waiting for his muse to come back to him. And I still don't know who they're going to say is his muse. I'm still sticking with its lowest. But I still am torn because why wouldn't he have recognized the photo of the right. two of them together, especially where the photo was the two of them together, which I think we've talked about before. Has he met Alexis yet? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, that's Eddie's angel. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to write this down. Amanda muses Alexis, Shannon, Lois. Okay. I've been saying Lois, though, since you have, you have. And I would agree with that in my, but it actually makes my so much sense. So romance in my head from them back in the nineties. I so want it to be Lois. Not the two thousand. So cool. Right. Yeah. Um, but being that he did not recognize that picture makes me feel like it's not. And have they intentionally been keeping him and Alexis away? Right. Cause he's met Gregory and yes. Gregory did, and Alexis didn't come to Gregory's side it was tracy so hmm. yes 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 okay we'll see we'll see now you have like I, i'm racking my brain i i can't <laughs> think if they've interact i don't think they have i don't think they have huh cool 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 mm. it would make sense if they meet at the savoy so he goes to the savoy to perform but he still hasn't finished his song <laughs> and then alexis is there to celebrate the baby yes. with the girl yes and then he sees her yes. and then boom songs finished love it Yes. Okay. Yes. We're writing all kind of good stuff today. Although I did read that they're close. The writers are supposedly really, really oh, close good. to good, good. negotiations. However, we still don't have the actors. <sighs> Come on, guys. WGA and studio set Sunday meeting with deal not finalized yet. 
Okay. But they're meeting on a Sunday, so that has to be... I would hope that's good news. Like, we're getting there. WGA AMPTP to meet Sunday after Guild presented with best and final offer. Okay. Let's see. I feel like if they reach an agreement, then the actors can't be too far behind. Right. So, fingers crossed, because... Although then that means we have to really step it up and start doing our Bobby research, which I think we have both been delaying because of the strike. Right. Meanwhile, instead of being like, hey, we have time to be doing this now. No. We'll just wait till the last minute. That's not really like me to procrastinate, though. I thought I was going to have it done over the summer. I just didn't know how crazy my summer was going to be. Yeah, I just procrastinate. I have no no (laughs) defense other than I do. Oh, but Marshall told Stella that Curtis is considering selling the Savoy. Mm -hmm. And And they're both like, no. Yeah. No, no, no. He can't do it. He has to keep it. And Selena brought her good friend, wink, wink, (laughs) Zion, to the Savoy before going to the hot new club. What was the hot new club's name? I wrote it down somewhere. I have no idea. Intrigue? That sounds right. Who, Who owns this hot new club? Like, you hear about everything opening. Who owns this club? Unless they they want to bring back like yep. intrigue, some, some older characters. <clears throat> we could have Brenda opening up this new club. Okay. Or, um, even Lois. That would be great. <gasps> yes. I feel like Brooklyn would have known something about that, but I don't know. Lois didn't come whenever she was in the hospital, so maybe you know after her neck cut. was slashed. Yeah, throat was slashed. Yeah. So. I mean, your throat is in your neck, but still. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that. And this is anatomy <laughs> with Shannon. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So they're going to this new club. Was it downtown or was it in the city? Because if it's in the city, Trina and Spencer are going to the city. In the city, yeah. Could there be something potentially, what if they get into a club down there? He got them into Essence, mm-hmm. which is a, a really popular like restaurant bar. I think they're going to be too busy hanging out in the hotel after they go see their show and go to the restaurant. But if somebody is after, okay, so somebody is after Sonny, knows that you can get to him through Spencer, they're on the town, he and Trina, Spencer becomes a target, Selena saves him because she's at this new club and gets wind that someone is going after Sonny's nephew. This strengthens the bond between Mm -hmm. Selena and Sonny and then... They take down Pac-Man. Okay. That was I would a be reach. okay with that. That was a reach. That's okay, though. I'd be okay with that. That's why I love having these conversations. I hadn't even put this together. I, I'm i okay with the way that's going. I just am over the Pikeman stuff. Pikeman came to Sunny this week and was right. like, here's a boatload of cash. We're just going to keep moving through. And Sunny's like, uh, no, they questioned me about Pikeman over and over and over again. I'm not going to keep working for you until you figure out who your rat is because I don't want to go to jail for you. Mm-hmm. Sonny has enough money. Well, and he's like, you're not, he's like, I'm not being taken down because of you. Right. That was his big, and Dex was allowed to stay. Yeah. And gave his own opinion. Uh-huh. And he like went on about this is wrong and don't do this and blah, blah, blah. And Sonny was like, wow, you sure do have a lot of opinions. Right. Like, where have you been holding this back? Well, it's because he's like a mini Jason. Jason did the same thing. Ask until you're not going to tell until you ask him. He knows his place. Yep. That was really it with Sonny. Yeah. Anna went to Sonny Mm -hmm. and asked for protection, asked if that offer of protection were in place. So at the same time, Valentine is 
at Nina's office. Well, no, at Olivia's office, but Nina's in there, which I'm sorry. I no. feel like Nina would have access to the same to the same stuff. And know the difference between a binder and a padfolio, please. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. That was driving me crazy. Well, here's the binder. And I'm like, that is a pad folio. You can see the notepad. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway, office supplies aside. Valentine went to Nina and asked for security footage mm-hmm. to review. And the second she said Valentine, I was like, oh, no, it's Charlotte. But it's not but it's, Charlotte. No, no, no the, the shooting was not Charlotte. I do think that the room was Charlotte. Really? Oh, Yeah. Oh, I don't think it was. Oh, I do. Because she's doing the I love Nina so much thing again and kind of being dismissive of Anna being included in people have to keep reminding her. Oh, yeah. Well, Anna will be there, too. Oh, yeah. And Anna. So she winds up. So we ended last week where the room had been turned over. You know, there was ink all over a blouse that Anna was wearing or had just purchased because everything in her house burned down. And on the mirror was written a message, you know, mm-hmm. like you're, you think you're safe, but you're not stuff like that. And then this week we see that Valentine goes and gets the footage and it's Charlotte is going into the room. And when Anna was talking to Sonny about getting the protection, she's like, but there's two different motives. Like there's two different things going on here. One seems like dangerous. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that they were shot at, I think that, Charlotte is taking this as opportunity to sabotage her relationship because maybe she sees that Valentine hasn't been with her because of Anna's stuff. We see her at Nina's because Valentine asked her to stay the night at Nina's because just to keep her safe or keep mm-hmm. her like an eye on her or whatever. Even though I did like that he went to Dante and said, Hey, I need to find a place for Charlotte and I to live. Like I want her to come. It's obvious to me that she is missing me. And Dante's like, yeah, absolutely. You're her dad. She's welcome at our house anytime. And right. Valentine's like, thank you very much for taking care of her while I'm doing all this crazy stuff. But I think that Charlotte is probably acting out that Valentine hasn't been around as much as he used to be. And it seems to her that it's because of Anna. And now she has her tarot cards that she's sitting in the bedroom flipping over. Is she looking to them for guidance on what her next thing is she's supposed to be doing? I don't know. I'm just not convinced that it was her. I think it was her in the hotel room. If it would have just been. Remember the- a couple years ago, she was cutting up pictures and that yeah. never went anywhere. Right. And that was a picture of her and Sasha. Mm-hmm. And she blamed Sasha for Nina and Valentine not getting married. Right. 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 What if she's still upset about that? I mean, she can still be crazy. That's fine. I, I didn't I- say crazy. I said upset. Okay. Upset. I feel like messing up the clothes and stuff would be Charlotte, but the, the writing on the mirror. It just didn't See, but she's like going that. into like the tarot cards and everything. So that's Maybe. like, I mean, she's, she's 15 now. She is. Still legally cannot take a ride share. Mm-hmm. And Nina's like, well, do you monitor her ride share activity? Could she like, have no. gone an hour? Do you know how expensive that is? And he's like, no, not really. I say I'm going to, but I don't. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't buy that from Valentine that he's not monitoring where Charlotte's taking right. rides. Or to. at least have like, the ping on your phone, like your credit card was just used here for this amount of money. Right. Right. I did like that. She took, so Nina took Charlotte to Kelly's for breakfast because, you know, she doesn't have any food. And even, even if she did, right, you just Kelly's has breakfast. better food, you know, and Carly was nice enough 
when Nina was asking questions about Charlotte and she's like, oh, so she comes here a lot. And Carly's like, what the heck are you doing? And she's like, uh, Valentine is wondering what his daughter's doing. Seems, sounds like she's here a lot. Is she here with by herself? Is she here with people? Carly's like, no, she's only ever been here with Jake's so maybe a couple times by herself. Right. But Charlotte comes right out and is like, are you guys talking about me? Like, yeah. what are you doing? I, I don't understand not addressing it with her. Right. I didn't get that. Like, okay, first of all, if I was Anna, I would be so angry that I'm sitting here freaking out that someone's trying to hurt me and has come into my room and you're not telling me that you actually suspect it's just your 15-year-old mad that we're dating. Yep. But on top of that, if he wasn't ready to go to Anna until he learned the motive, which I think would be pretty obvious, from Charlotte, then... I thought they were going to go to Nina's house and like sit down together and be like, this is a safe environment. Right. You know, Nina is here for you too, but what the heck did you do? Right. And why are you doing this? And instead they're just like, go to sleep, honey. It's fine. Just I'll delete all the footage, delete all the footage. I understand him not confronting her because the way that he rushed out of Nina's office when Anna called him and said, Charlotte's here. Right. He has concerns of what she could do. Yes. But deleting the footage, no. No. And, I mean, she used a key to get in, so she didn't break into the room. So the hotel would have no reason to press charges unless Anna wanted to. And once Anna found out it was Charlotte, she would be like, no, I'm not going to press charges, but what the heck? Right. So, but like once he dropped her off at Nina's, he should have gone back to Anna and said, hey. Right. And that's part of the reason I think it's not Charlotte. It's because I think if it was Charlotte, that I would have had that interaction. I think now he's going to ignore it for a while because he just assumes that it's Charlotte and for some reason does not want to talk to her about it and bad things are going to keep happening. And then finally he's going to be like, Charlotte, what the heck? And she's going to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hmm. I don't know. Who else could it be though? Like, I still think that the adult stuff is Alex, but I did buy that Charlotte would be upset Mm -hmm. about the stuff. And I'm thinking she's just using the tarot cards because at 15, you're like, tell me who my true love is. And the tarot cards are like, yes, you'll live happily ever after. Yeah, but that's like sleepover stuff that you do. Not always. If you have a deck of tarot cards, why wouldn't you use them? with? I don't know how tarot cards work. Huh. Yeah, you can you can do a reading for someone or you can do a reading for yourself. Okie dokie. It's all about how you shuffle the cards, like your natural instinct of shuffling the cards is supposed to place them in the right order so that whenever you flip them over, you get a reading. Okay. I'm not saying I believe in it or I don't. I'm just telling you. No, like, I, I, I don't is, know. Is, you know, kind of like with the Ouija board, like the spirits move it or whatever. Your, your own way that you shuffle the cards is supposed to put them in the right order. So then whenever you flip them, it's like, you know, That's the universe the and your... your connection to the universe is what's telling you what's going to happen so So then that's what i'm saying is she looking to the cards to tell her what to do next with anna maybe but i think it's all about love and jake i didn't pay attention to what the cards were honestly seems to be paying attention not not that they're not paying attention to her and jake but it doesn't seem like there's an obstacle there no but you can do it for you can do a tarot reading for different things you can do it like you're supposed to center your mind to whatever you're trying to figure out. So if she's just like, what's going to happen with me and Jake? Kind of like the magic eight ball. What's going to happen with me and Jake? And then look at the little cube says, Oh, it's everlasting love. Then yay. If she's focusing on her and Anna or Anna and Valentine, then yeah, it may have more like sinister. Okay. You know, it's like anything else. It's how we do have to remember. She is a Cassidyne. Yeah. True. There is Cassidyne blood there. Oh yeah. So 
you know, he has, or she has, maybe she's upset that she didn't really get connected with Victor and Victor obviously had a vendetta against Anna. And so she's continuing his, I don't know. I don't know. Cause Valentine hasn't told her, Hey, by the way, kind of a good thing that your grandfather was stopped. What did she get from him? She didn't get the tarot cards. Didn't I thought those were from Sam. Like those were given to Sam, right? <gasps> but she if they were in the house, Sam. she yeah. took them from Sam. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Connect the dots. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> oh my gosh. I discovered Aldi has dark chocolate covered espresso beans. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds dangerous for you. They, uh-huh. Yeah. But they're yummy. Sure. Because like that would have even have had any impact on my singing Pee Wee Herman Connect the Dots. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. Glad that we talked that one out. Yeah. Okay. So Charlotte got the tarot cards from Sam, Victor, and I think it has to do with continuing Victor's being mad at Anna. Maybe. I'm still not convinced, but okay. we'll see. I, like I'm following you. Yes. That's absolutely where she got them from and whatever, but I don't know that she's using them for bad things just yet. Okay. Okay. But then Anna did go to Olivia to see if she could get the footage also. And Olivia's like, what the heck are you talking about? And there's no footage anywhere. So she calls the company and is like, I pay you so much money to back this up and have copies. How is it that it's nowhere to be found? And I'm like, yeah, it has to be somewhere. It has to be backed up on one of their servers or something. This is going to come to light. And I feel like she could call Spinelli. Absolutely. But she calls Nina. And Nina's like... Oh, yeah, I tried to pull it up, too, and it was not there. Bye. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. I did like how Olivia kept staying in business, though, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. Are you okay? You know, let me move to you. She's like, I'm assuming that you're in a new room. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Olivia's great. Also could have been foreshadowing. Carly told Charlotte that she reminds her of Lulu at her age. Oh, yeah. Lulu was a pain. She wasn't just a pain. Didn't she have – she had a – didn't she have a mental break? She had a mental... I thought the mental break came from the... I think so, too, but so was it was still older? something. But Laura had had one. Yeah. And then Lulu had one. Right, right. So now we have... Yeah. Right. Okay. Now that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Because then Charlotte can be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they can be like, here's the footage. And she can be like, I don't remember. Like, I blacked out. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that story. Okay. She's allowed to... To be, she's allowed to have a nervous breakdown at 15. Yeah. We're I okay mean, with this? Yes, because her mom has been in a coma. Well, it's, no, it's genetic like mental health. A yeah. gazillion years, and her dad isn't paying any attention to her. So those two things combined together could definitely put her at the point for a mental breakdown. Yes. Especially since she's genetically predisposed. Correct. Okay. All right. There we go. We just, we wrote that one too. Mm-hmm. We're good. We're on a roll. All right. Where do we go to next? I don't think it goes like it doesn't jump over to, but I don't understand why we had Drew beaten up. No, because it's not like Cyrus even saved him. Right. Although he kind of did, but I don't think that Cyrus knew that that was going to happen. But Cyrus had paid off the guard to give wrong information to Drew. So you don't think he was connected to that? I don't know if he knew that Drew was going to be hurt like that. Okay. I, okay. I, I yeah, don't they know. really I think did they, a number on him. He So he paid off the security guard. So Drew called Carly and then the security guard came and said that Austin was there seeing an inmate named Lennon. Uh-huh. So where's McCartney? Uh-huh. And 
that'd be awesome. Sorry. <laughs> but, and so Drew's kind of frustrated and he's like, that doesn't make sense, but okay, if that's what you're saying. And then Cyrus comes out and is like, don't worry, I'll hook your son up with something better than an internship at Aurora. Mm-hmm. So the security guard's only looking out for his son. But then what was the purpose behind? I thought that Cyrus's paying him off was just to get Drew off that trail, like to get him down the wrong path. Yeah. Not to get him set up to be hurt. Yeah. I'm thinking that perhaps the warden set up Drew being beat up like uh, that because to put Cyrus questions. in his place okay. to keep Cyrus under her control because she's mad about how the wrong information was given to her. Okay. So you, however, that all played out with Cyrus. Okay. But I'm going to make an example of your boy drew. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Cause I, I was just like, I don't understand why Cyrus would have him beat up. I thought he was going to have him beat up and then he was going to walk in and be like, Hey, Hey, uh, he's under protection. Don't touch him. And instead they beat the crap out of right. him. But Cyrus didn't come in until after. Right. So that's the thing. If it was set up for him to rescue quote, rescue drew, he would have been there. He would have been there. Yeah. Okay. But then he was pretty calm. Like that kind of threw me off, but maybe it was more of a, maybe it was, he got the message. Yeah. Cyrus is not like a hysterical person to begin with unless no. it comes to his mom. Right. So, or Laura. So never mind. Not totally never mind. It's not out of place for him to have remained calm. Like, oh shoot. Right. And it he was kind of time sensitive. Like, hey. Right. We need the nurse, paramedic, whatever right now. Okay. Yeah. It was be- an interesting scene though, because I just feel, I don't know if you're a dude in the shower, getting beat up, you're in more than one way, more vulnerable, vulnerable and exposed. Right. For some serious damage that does not involve your skull. Right. And (laughs) your back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Thanks for leaving it alone. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. He has some good moves though for considering. Right. So, So, Cameron, how did you prepare for that fight scene? Well, I did kickboxing naked for a couple weeks. (laughs) In the shower. In the shower. He does ice baths. I could never. No, 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 no. God bless social media for giving us this weird stuff. (laughs) I used to have to wait for my monthly teen beat. Right, right. Now I get it daily. An entertainment weekly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, but then he talked to Carly. Oh, and then Diane... Did Diane get the call about yes. Drew yes. while she was at, at Carly's? Carly's. Yes. Okay, so how close does Carly live to Kelly's? Because Diane went to Kelly's to talk to Carly. She's like, let's step out for a moment. Then they wind up in Carly's kitchen, mm-hmm. in Sunny's kitchen. Mm-hmm. And Carly lives in. Kitchen. Carly lives in. Carly's kitchen. Whose name's on the deed? Carly's kitchen. Probably Sunny's. Carly's kitchen. That Mar- she never uses. Marital property. Except for, well, I don't know what the law is in New York, but anyway. Yeah, so she gets the call. Diane gets the call that Drew got beat up. And so she's like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'll be right there. Yep. After they had been discussing that, yes, in fact, why is this a shock to anyone? That the judge has aspirations to get promoted in his career? That could be a reason for the sentencing. Well, yes. I would think most judges are trying to move their way up and make more money and be more prestigious. That's not shocking. I mean, I'm sure that they're, yeah, yeah. Like, who wouldn't want, I don't know, I don't have aspirations to be a judge, but I would imagine, like, if you are a judge, wouldn't it be such an honor to one day be part of the Supreme Court? Right. That sounds reasonable. I know, like, some people are just totally satisfied with whatever they do, and that's totally fine. But I don't feel like it's totally out of the realm of possibility that 
this judge has career ambitions. Yeah, I, I don't know. But Diane went there after she had had breakfast with Robert. What is this Robert man doing? Is so stupid. He's so sweetly stupid. I'm sorry, but but no. No, he has to understand. You cannot leave your breakfast date to go sit with your ex-wife and give her a present. And when he shared with her, when he found out about Anna, so even if they are just friends, I mean, we want them to be romantically connected, but even as friends, when Anna walked in the room, he could have been like, oh my gosh, I got her this great present. I want to go give it to her. I replaced, like, I bought her this. Like, he didn't even, he told Diane... I'll pay for breakfast. Right. I'll pay for breakfast. I have to go sit with Anna. And then she looks over and Anna's opening this present and like gushing over it. If he would have explained, hey, remember our house just burnt down? I got some pictures and put it on a digital frame. And so I'm hoping it'll make her feel better. Or invite Anna to come join you. Be like, Anna, 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 come come here, come here. Right. Or did he double book himself because he had it with him? Like, was he expecting to see Anna at breakfast that day? Or was he possibly just... Oh, you know what? She's staying at the Metro Court, so maybe he was going to pop up and give it to her. But then, okay, but he could have held on to it after lunch, or after breakfast with Diane, gone over and sat down with Anna, or if she was back at her room, taken it to her room. Yeah. No reason to leave Diane. it was the sweetest gift, it though. Was. He bought Those her a so digital nice. picture frame, and it had all their pictures. Well, not all their pictures, but pictures from when they got married mm-hmm. through little Robin, through adult Robin. Very sweet. Although, I don't know that I want pictures scrolling, was weird. scrolling through of me and my first husband's marriage as I'm moving in with my boyfriend. I did think that that was a little weird. That <laughs> Maybe the family picture of the three of them, like, okay. 100%. Right. Like, I'm never going to the burn one. the pictures of my ex with my kids. Like, right. no, they need to know. Right. We were happy at one point in time. So, okay. But, yeah, the wedding ones, I was like... I I kind of feel like my man would be like, I'm sorry, why are we putting pictures of you and your ex up in our house? Yeah. I don't know. It was, I mean, yeah. But it was a nice gift. It was very nice. And Diane would understand yeah. is the worst part. Right. If he had been like, hey, I have this gift for her. Do you mind if she joins us? I would love to give it to her now. Because mm-hmm. he obviously is so excited about it. Right. And that would have... Made Diane respect him and like him even more. Right. Like, look at how kind he is, even to his ex, that there's clearly nothing going on with. Right. This is sweet. So, I don't know. I don't know. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cody and Sasha? Sir? 
He was so cute. He explains to her, like, why he wanted to help her, and he feels bad that he didn't tell her everything before about the garage and the gambling, but he needed to stay on Selena's good side. And then it's time for bed. They got showers, and it's time for bed. And he's like, you take the bed. I'll sleep over here. And as she's falling asleep, she's like, Cody, this isn't fair. And he pretends to be asleep on the floor. That was really sweet stays in the bed i was waiting for her to say like we're both adults here it's a full-size bed queen-size bed like you can lay here next to me and nothing has to happen you can do that but he was being respectful he was i appreciated that he offered it but i wanted her to say oh my gosh you can sleep in the bed next to me right we're friends it's fine yeah instead of it being an either or kind of deal i like that she was reassuring about the stuff with the garage And she's like, what are you talking about? You tried to tell me not to trust Gladys. Right. And, you know, she kind of gave, I don't want to say gave him a pass, but he wasn't like running and snitching to her. I mean, he did try multiple times. Yeah. I would be cautious. Have you checked out who's buying this? Blah, blah, blah. Without giving all the details. So. Yeah. Lucy asked Nina about Sasha too, just to make sure that she was okay. And. Yeah, but that was not a good conversation because Nina's like, so all you're concerned about is your company, not really Sasha? What's going on? I feel like Lucy just isn't good at caring about people, expressing her care about people. Right. Because she truly does care about Sasha. She does care about Sasha, but yeah. she has to care about her business, too. Like, that's a lot of money. That's uh, into to some degree. And Maxie. Maxie just wins. Let's just, I loved her. Maxie is on a roll. Right. Because, so they had game night at the house Mm -hmm. with Mac and Felicia Mm -hmm. and Lucy and Scott's back. Yes. Yay. I know. I was very excited. What's, what's up with those gummies all of a sudden that we're so obsessed with? I'm going to have to, so I do follow Ken Shriner on all of his things. Yeah. Apparently not this obsessively if something's being missed there with gummies. I don't know. She but said Lynn's that one time very... that she really liked gummies. And ever since then, it's like, what? well, all I could think of was Ferris Bueller. The girl was like, I have some gummy bears in my pocket. They're warm at the very end. Okay. Yeah. Have you never seen Ferris Bueller's day off? I've seen Ferris Bueller's day off. I have not memorized it. It's the very end of the movie. It's a weird thing. The girl puts her hand in her pocket and is like, I have gummy bears in my pocket. They're warm and like squishy. And she offers them to the principal because he got on the bus. Okay. Yeah. It's like a weird thing. That sounds really like weird. Most people would possibly remember that. Sounds very weird, but sorry. Anyway. But it's memory. So first of all, it was super cute that Felicia was reading the book, The Best Patient Advocate. It is a real book. Oh, good. It, hold on. it was written by Dr. Nanachika okay. M. Chumley. The full title is the, Pat- the Best Patient Advocate. Find the confidence and clarity to get help to manage your healthcare crisis from a doctor who cares. And it just talks about like if you were just recently diagnosed in with a serious medical issue, you're probably feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, maybe downright angry. What do you do? That's where finding a patient advocate comes in. And then she explains to James that she's getting this new job. Mm-hmm. And she's going to help people. And Stella's excited for her to start. She mm-hmm. was having that conversation over at the hospital about 
now there'll be someone else that can help everyone. Yep. So, yay. And then Dame shows Mac and Felicia how Cody taught him all these different knot ties. Yeah. And then they start talking again about Felicia's job. And she's like, oh, do you want to be a doctor when you grow up? And he wants to be a cop like daddy. And I love the fact that he calls him daddy. Yeah. Because he never knew him. Right. You know, but that's really sweet. So he says, no, I want to be a cop like daddy and grandpa. And then that's when Scott and Lucy come over with the game. Mm Mm-hmm. James is like, you guys are going to be way too loud. And they're like, right. no, we won't. Yeah, be quiet. And then they start talking. And Lucy just says, like, out of nowhere, more talking to Scott and Felicia than to Maxie. Well, I mean, I did get a better offer from her. But and Maxie's like, I'm sorry, what? You what? Would you like to repeat that? And she's like, oh, I can't. Well, they were trying my- to talk about how to take down Tracy. Yeah. And about, like, poisoning her. Max, like, can you guys not discuss this in front of me? <laughs> that was really funny. They're like, we're not really going to kill her. And he's like, I don't care. Not appropriate conversation in front of a cop. But then, Thank yes. you. And so then, yeah, she says, I got a better deal, but I can't take it. And Maxie's like, repeat that, please. And... And all of them are like, yeah, she can't give up her 1% in the ELQ, blah, blah, blah. And Maxie's like, hello, this is my livelihood. What are you talking about? Right. Lucy should have run it by her. Yeah. They are co-owners. Yes. Right? It's her, Sasha, and Maxie are equal partners. Right. So, yeah, that was not Lucy's decision. Oh, and then she's like, didn't you get that from Alan anyway? Right, right. She's like, yes, I loved him, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Love him or not, I don't care. And Scott was trying to have her back. And it was a really, really weird right, way that he was supporting her. It was totally them. But, I mean, it was just, I was proud of Maxie. Mm-hmm. And then James she was comes co- out. She was clear. She was, right. You know, she, she was just like, no, like I'm, I could be homeless. Yeah. And then James comes out and is like, um, can you guys quiet down? Your game is too loud. And they're like, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. So. Earlier in the week, though, Blair sat with Martin. Yes. She sold the rights to the beauty wand to Tracy. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they got divorced is because she was too busy hopping in and out of bed with David Vickers, who was a character on One Life to Live. And so I did look up. Open. There we go. Okay. So David Vickers was played by Tuck Watkins, who was Pierce Dorman on General Hospital. Mm-hmm. But he and Blair didn't have a romance. It was more of she was conspiring with Dorian. Uh-huh. Schemed with her other niece. Okay, hold it. Kelly started falling in love with David and wanted him to be her first. Dorian suspected that David would have an affair. And just as Kelly and David were in bed, she got into the room with a photographer to take pictures of him committing adultery. She was horrified to find Kelly with him there. Dorian promised David three-fourths of her property if he'd leave Kelly alone and divorce her. Of course, he didn't mean to keep that promise. Dorian schemed with her other niece, Blair, a plan in which Blair would lure David into sleeping with her, would cover his eyes, and tie him to the bed. After that, Dorian switched places with her and slept with her husband while Todd Manning took pictures of them without seeing Dorian's face and published it in his paper. Uh David was forced to give Dorian a divorce without getting a thing out of it. Wow. Yeah. So Dorian, so if, if I'm understanding this, I did not read all of this. 
David was married to Dorian, uh-huh. but he was falling in love with Kelly, uh-huh. and Kelly was a virgin uh-huh. and wanted to be wanted David to be her first, even uh-huh. though he was married because uh-huh. they were supposed to be getting divorced. Uh-huh. But I'm assuming that there was money involved here somewhere that Dorian wanted to make sure that she got the money. So she asked her niece to sleep with her husband. But not really sleep with him. But pretend to sleep with him. Right. But apparently now, at some point, Blair was hopping in and out of bed with him. Yes. But not this that did not, not happen on One Life to Live. Right, 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 right. That but, was not part of Dorian's plan. But Dorian asked her niece to sleep with her husband or to pretend to sleep with her husband or seduce him so that she could get in right. and sleep with her own husband right. while her niece's husband took pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happens every day. I don't know why. I don't know why you have to like spell it out like that. Yeah, clearly. But on the show, they actually did not. I don't remember them. So we don't know when Blair and David Vickers think, were actually. I think that some of this stuff happened. Remember how it went on to just the internet to watch it? Yeah. I think that some of this may have happened or may have been storyline that they were planning to happen on the spinoff. I did not watch the spinoff. So I know some of the storylines. I don't know all of them. And some of them I don't remember because, like I said, I was young back then. I don't know. But anyway, since Blair cheated on Martin, she had to pay him alimony of $50,000. She had come up with the original idea for the deceptor. She gave her information to Tracy so that Tracy could pretend like she came up with it. Combined with the information that she had Brooklyn steal makes it look like she was the original person to come up with the idea. And Martin's like, you were never even going to develop that idea. So I'm not sure why it is that you are doing all of this. And she's like, I don't want to pay you money anymore. And then you'll marry Lucy. So but here's the thing is that all Martin has to do now that, you know, he's kind of come clean with Lucy Lucy's vindictive enough that she will be like, no, we're not getting married. Right. Yes. She was mad about the fact that you don't want to marry me because of $50,000. And then he was like, no, I'll get rid of it. And for half a second was like, but it's $50,000. But if that's really what you want me to do, I will absolutely do it. Now Lucy's going to be like, Mm-mm, no, you don't have to. Absolutely. Like Lucy's fully going to support. Uh-huh. It's $50,000. You stay not married think, as long as you want collecting that money. I don't money. think Lucy would care if it was $20 a month. It's the fact it's that the, she's not going to let Blair get one over right, him. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we forgot to talk about the fact that Willow is now back to work and Sam asked her to look at Sasha's file and she found the medicines that when they interact, they can cause. Right these episodes that we have been seeing Sasha have. Yes. And then Sam takes it to Dante and he's like, how'd you get this? And she's she like, just mm-hmm. looks at him like, really? But Willow looks around to see if anyone's looking like there's not cameras. No. Mm-mm. She's going to get fired like her first day back. Uh, well, then Mike will be happy because she'll get to be a little stay at home mom again. Yeah. And I think the only thing, so Trina brought Curtis a new video game. She told him about the trip to NYC. He asks why they haven't told each other that they love each other yet. Like, it's suspicious. I don't know. Maybe she's had some really bad examples of love and is maybe scared to tell someone that she loves them. Right. Just just a guess. Shot in the dark. Yes. But then he goes and tells Portia and is like, I think Trina knew I was going to tell you and that's why she told me. I didn't like that. No. And then Portia's like, she's just not going to tell me everything. Right, because, number one, kids don't. But number two, because you're so disapproving of her boyfriend. Right. She doesn't want to hear it from you. She wants to just go have fun. He planned this romantic sweet weekend. She has all her schoolwork already done. So it's not uh-huh. even like she's being, 
not responsible. She does not have it all done. She hadn't proved it for the 14th time. I'm on team Trina. She sent them away. It'll be done before they leave. But she was 100% correct. If you don't let me finish this, at least in my world, if you don't let me finish this, I'm not going to be able to shut off my brain. So let me do it so that I can just, it's done. Yes. And you don't have to worry about it. It's done. It's early. Eventually. But it was really sweet. They were so cute. cute. They were super cute. cute. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. And then Esme confided in Gregory. That was actually really sweet. That was very sweet. And he's like, you just try to find the thing that makes you happy. And she's like, oh, that's easy with Ace because he's so cute and blah, blah, blah. And there you go. And she thanked Portia for being helpful and friendly. Yes. Oh, and and Portia's like, oh, you're so welcome. I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart. Exactly. I'm doing it because I'm a jerk. But then we saw um, Gregory tell Tracy about his diagnosis. Yeah. So. Because he bought her a soda. Mm-hmm. A pop, but yeah. <laughs> a ginger ale. And she's like, I'll just pretend there's whiskey in this. And he couldn't open the can. Yeah. I like that Liz was hesitant to discuss it with Finn, but ultimately did, where she's like, I see that he is following the typical treatment plan for ALS. However, I like how they worded it. He's treating the disease and mm-hmm. not the person. Right. And I mean, I have no experience when it comes to that, but I feel like you want someone who is willing to take a look at the whole picture and isn't like, here's the 12 step plan of treatment. It's okay. Here's everything that you are. Right. Here's some things that you can try. Right. And then Finn was even hesitant to talk about it with Gregory, but he ultimately did. And Gregory thanked both of them and was like, fine, help me find someone else that will, you know, maybe look at some of these other areas that, and it's not even like they're suggesting experimental stuff that is so right. Whatever, you know, they're like, no, we know that there are these other things that other doctors are doing that are being successful. And it seems like Dr. Branson, Bronson, Branson, Branson isn't even looking into them. Right. So it's not like here, we're going to send you overseas to a clinic that's in a shack. Right. It's no, there's other doctors that are doing these other things and being having these successes or whatever. Right. right. It was about improving the quality of the life that he has left instead of just accepting the timeline. Right. Oh, when he wrote that down. Yeah. That was just, but then Finn told Alexis that he hasn't told Chase mm-hmm. or did Gregory tell Alexis that he hadn't told Ch- Chase yet because they just looked so happy. Right. And Alexis was kind of like nudging Finn, like, Hey, why don't you go talk to the doctor and see what they have to say and Finn's like yeah um doctors don't like when you do that right, right. just because we're both doctors probably mean assume attorneys don't either right. and as a former one you think you would know that yep she didn't seem to understand that mm-hmm. she's like you guys are friends come on and he's like no it doesn't work that way right and he knows that it's his dad so it's not like you can right. even go and say hey i have a patient that i'm having right this experience with you know it's yeah, I think that was everything. I think it is, too, except for we forgot to discuss while we were talking about Sasha and Cody, who we are talking to this week. Not Cody or Sasha, but Dr. Montague. Bad doctor. Bad doctor. Bad doctor. Darren Tunder. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to address him other than I don't like you. You're so a bad doctor. So how do you feel about being the most hated person on General Hospital right, right. now? How's that going for you? Mm-hmm. He's good at it. He is good at it. And this is going to be very interesting because it's the first interview we're doing after the strikes. And 
we're super limited by things that we can talk about. I know we wind up talking about like everything else. We will find out if he has a cat or a dog, cat or dog, <laughs> cat or dog, any pet, any pet. But yeah. that's who we're talking with on Thursday. That'll be fun. It will be fun, but I'm going to have a hard time not seeing. Well, that's why we I don't like you. Separate. I don't think the show to anyone that I didn't like. Like I don't, I don't dislike the actor. Obviously, I dislike the character. But have we talked to anyone that I didn't like? No, because we get mad at Nicholas, but we like him. Yeah, uh, I guess um, White. Yeah, but I don't feel like we had Dan White. Thank you, Dan. Elijah. I, I like totally lost his first. But name. I don't feel like we had him long enough for us to like hate him right i just did not like i was like hey you're shady i had to give a little like lecture right but yeah dr montague is like evil mm-hmm. hmm yeah i don't think so this is gonna be hard okay it's gonna be straightforward with them i'm gonna tell you i don't like you <laughs> don't take it personally it's not really you it's your character so you're doing a good job <laughs> there you go <laughs> Anyway, reality check. Do you have a good reality check? I've gone first the past couple weeks. You can go first. Mm, Okay. Um, My tummy's growling. My tummy is growling. What just happened there? I fed you earlier. Did I tell you my Grease story? Grease? Yeah, Grease the movie. No. No? Like not even after? No. Oh, okay. So here's a little PSA for everyone in case you didn't know. Have you never seen Grease? I have seen Grease. Just wait for my story. Did everyone realize she told me to go first and now she's interrupting me? Anyway, there is a Grease, apparently. There is a Grease version that I was shown, I'm pretty sure like in music class at school, and I have watched it on my own. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Do you now know the unedited version? (laughs) In case you didn't know, there's an unedited version. (laughs) So, so many things are <laughs> so madeline for her oh, dance no. oh no for her, for oh, her no. dance um competition this year is being the pink ladies and my reaction and one of my other dance mom reactions were instantly have you ever seen grease you don't know what the pink ladies are oh my gosh you have to watch it so whenever you you know talk to your little remote and say Put on Grease, it comes up and says the only option is, I think it's HBO's, but it may be one of the pay for the service things. And you click it and you're like, okay, we're going to watch Grease. Do not watch that with your children because it says things that are not appropriate. And the first one, you're like, you don't know it, though, when you're young. <laughs> I don't know. Because Madeline's young, but she's not that young. Like She's in fifth grade now. Kids talk about stuff. So the first few comments, I was like, I don't, I don't remember that from the first one, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention. And again, I was like, you obviously don't have the movie memorized. I knew like the basics of it, blah, blah, blah. And then Ryan came up and it was the scene when Rizzo shimmies down the um, Mm -hmm. thing coming out of the sleepover. And she has a conversation with the boys that I will not repeat because we are a kid friendly show, but things that she says are not appropriate. And Ryan's like, I, I don't remember this. And I'm like, I didn't remember some things that were said earlier. Luckily, Madeline fell asleep at that, like before that point. So I just shut it off. And now I need to find the made for TV version because mm-hmm, there is a difference. I grew up watching 
it on the VHS VHS tape that was taped straight from TBS right after Bye Bye Birdie. I can still like I have it in my head exactly how I watched it because you had to fast forward through Bye Bye Birdie to get to or you just watch Bye Bye Birdie and then Grease. And that was fine, too. But obviously they leave out certain words Mm -hmm. and a couple of scenes. But then when it came out with its 25th year or 30th year, it was one of the anniversary years. Mm -hmm. And I think I was like 17 or 18. And so my baby sister, okay, so she was probably about Madeline's age, maybe a little bit younger. But we went to see it because, I mean, I I know Grease forwards and backwards. I know all the words. Mm -hmm. And... There were words that were obviously came through the TV that you didn't know what they were until you're sitting in surround sound with your baby sister and your best friend who grew up like we all grew up watching it together. So like we're going to go see it on the big screen. And then Grease Lightning came on and finding out what kind of a wagon it was in the middle of the movie theater. I was like, oh, <gasps> I'm like, what? kind of a <laughs> Yeah. TBS did a real good job editing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So I knew exactly where you were going with that. Yeah, yep. I I was not aware. Yeah. So FYI, she's gonna look cute as heck in her little pink ladies jacket, but we're gonna find the TBS version because what song are they doing? The the end one, the Shabab. Oh, blah blah blah. We so, go together. There you go. Fun fact: My daughter used to go to a film camp that was started by Joey Travolta, John Travolta's brother, and one of the teachers was duty from the movie pre from the movie version of Greece, uh, Barry Pearl. And when they had, it was another anniversary year. So it was the 40th anniversary. So it must've been the 25th anniversary that I went to see in the theater because it was only a few years ago that it was the 40th anniversary and all the campers learned we go together and they sang it to him at the end of the film camp. Yeah. That is very cute. They are both like the sweetest guys in the world. And it was so funny because the first year that she attended this camp, we're sitting behind him. And my husband and I are both looking at each other like, he looks familiar. Why does he look familiar? And then they introduced him. We're like, oh, we're sitting behind (laughs) T-Bird. Have you seen Grease 2? I don't think I made it through Grease 2 because it just wasn't as good. Oh, so you're saying the Grease 1 was better than Grease 2? Yeah. Amanda says Grease 1's better. Absolutely. Oh, my husband is obsessed with Michelle Pfeiffer. No. Yeah. No. no. He, he's like, just wrong. He, like, loves her. I'm not saying that that he can't and love he thinks, her, but he's wrong. He thinks Johnny Nogarelli is better than Danny Zuko. No. No. He's not listening to me. He's wrong. Well, I mean, that was kind of a random thing to yell up your stairs. But, yeah. He, In my house, was it? <laughs> it is. Oh, here he oh, comes. Maybe here he comes. Did you hear me say that Amanda says Grease 1 is better because she just couldn't even get through Grease 2? Michelle Fibers. I don't care. And has motorcycles. And uh, Johnny never realized. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Why I know that? my husband better you than... Noti- you ever notice why I wear the sunglasses I wear? Same thing as Nogarelli wears. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And did I hear someone do Pee Wee Herman earlier? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was me. Connect the dots. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Are you still recording? Yeah. Oh, Grease 2 is better because that's motorcycle. There's a reason I like Grease 2 better. Because we didn't have Grease 1 on videotape. We only had Grease Oh, well, that's the... And so that one was around, and plus, I was more in the motorcycles than cars then anyway, so it was cooler. Oh, okay. And then as I got older, it was Michelle Pfeiffer. All right. I mean, I'll, t- I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll accept your explanation, but you're still wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Is that all? That's yeah. all. Thanks. Okay. For your We're going to be doing an interview in a few minutes, so... Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
He's like, you're the one that yelled up to me. Anyway, so yeah, that was that. Okay, let Amanda finish. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my fun reality check, and then um, that is like a real reality check. Yeah, and like then a, oops, yep. And I, I like got to yell at my friend then because her daughter also does dance and cheer, and so she asked me like, "Oh, did you let Madeline watch Grease?" And I was like, "Yeah, you're in trouble with me because I did not know this." Uh, but then besides that, it was just just the normal. Normal week. We had a game yesterday, so I got to sit in the rain. Oh, Friday they got to go to the high school and cheer with the big girls. Aww, that was exciting. That's so, nice. And then we got to watch the halftime show to see our friends that are in the band and everything. And I was like, okay, now I feel like I've done my duty as a high school parent. I went to a game. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, my week's pretty boring. Except for today's my daughter's 20th birthday. She's with her dad. So that's why we're still recording today. Because got to figure out something to do with the day. Yeah. Um. How do I not have teenagers? Like, I have legit adults. I know at 18, they're adults, but, like, there's not even teen after their name anymore. Right? After their age, not their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Okay, you are taking the lead on this interview because I'm apparently saying everything wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's really it. She's 20. Yay. I don't know. Like, that's that's really, really it. I guess the only other thing would be that NSYNC is on TikTok now. Yeah, I think, I think we covered that. <laughs> I think that's, that's the... Uh, that's my week. <laughs> All right. I'm on InSync Watch. So, yeah, I guess just join us on Thursday as we speak with Darren Tunder. And hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.